What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies, and the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus, so if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones, like with Imadi Kund, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews, so check it out. Enjoy the repository, and for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Emmanuel Massenet, who's one of the co-founders of Quali. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Hi, Matt. Thank you. Uh, all good here. How are you? I'm doing really well. Just excited to learn more about what you're working on and just like, love chatting with founders. So so for you specifically, you know, for people that haven't heard of Quali, what are you working on? And, and what's your what's your company do? Right. So Quali is the operations platform for uh, franchises. And when I mean operations platform, it's because uh, we saw that a lot of technology has been uh, dedicated to the food industry. Um, but most of it, and I would say 99% of them, uh, focus on the front end of the restaurant. And so it's about customer acquisition, POS integration, delivery integration. Um, but there is actually nobody on the kitchen space. And uh, franchises and, and fast food in general, they're not only sales machines, they're also production machines. And making sure that everything is going smoothly is one of our tasks. So walk me through a little bit about kind of how this works. Maybe if I was like a, a owner of a franchise or I, if I was kind of one of your potential customers, what was like, uh, what would the UX be if I heard about you on this podcast all the way to becoming a customer? And what, what does that kind of process look like if I was to like, you know, use what you're, what you're doing? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so basically franchises are very, very uh, well thought businesses. They need to, um, to fulfill tons of obligations. These obligations are actually legally binding. Everything is set up on a, a legal document called the FDD, the Franchise Disclosure Document. Imagine like this kind of legal Bible where the franchisor tells you how to keep uh, his brand promise. And very often in these documents, they attribute um, budgets. So sometimes it's like a percentage of sales dedicated to marketing, quality control, training, and stuff like that. And you have to understand that these companies have been thriving for the last 50 years. I don't know if you guys saw the, the movie, The Founder with the McDonald guy. Yeah. So really interesting. And it's pretty much the same today in 2021. Um, so they have obligations. They have budgets uh, to fulfill these obligations. And they have very specific KPIs to keep the brand promise. However, they use very old technologies. And in terms of very old technologies, I can mention one, which is our first use case, which is a mystery shopper. So a mystery shopper, what does they do? Uh, they go to a store anonymously, they order a, a couple items, and then with a pen and paper, they test the item according to the exact franchise guidelines. And so what we do at Quali here is we automate all this. And instead of, um, of testing two to four items monthly, we end up te testing 100% of all the production every day. 
Yeah, this is this is awesome. Obviously, like giant market too, which is exciting. Kind of walk me through a little bit about like why why Jima decided to start this. What's the origin of story uh, for Quali and, and getting started? Yeah, absolutely. I, I actually I think the story is very is very nice. I'm happy to, to tell it. Um, this is this is actually our second startup with the uh, with the same co-founder with Juan Pablo. He is a mathematician, a very high level. He graduated from France's leading engineering school with an excellent scholarship. So a very talented guy. We were friends since high school. And since we were kids, we we're like, okay, one day we, get, we gotta build a company together. And uh, we started our first company and we realized that, uh, that was seven years ago, we realized that it was a healthy company, but it was not scalable. Um, which means we were growing 20, 25% a year. Uh, it was healthy, it was profitable, we never raised money, you know, bootstrapped and everything. And at some point we we're like, okay, we think this is not going to scale because of the nature of the product. So what do we do? Like, we know we're good in math. We know AI is, is going to be the next big thing that was in, in 2015, to give you an example. Uh, so let's find this perfect use case, this perfect scalability uh, idea. And uh, for those of you that are familiar with AI, AI is not the same as software. Software is highly scalable and is uh, very, very profitable with 90% margins. If you jump into AI and into uh, sub-segments of AI, such as computer vision, well, it's not that plug and play. And it's definitely not that uh, nice margins because you need a lot of computing power. So it was really important for us to find a scalable use case, which is not that easy to find. And so I sat with a bunch of people, you know, retail industry, pharmaceutical, uh, mining, wood tech, fish, fisheries, like everything I could, you know, sit with people, I, I would do it. And each time it was pretty much the same. They had a nice problem and we could provide a nice solution. Uh, it was gonna be a healthy company as well. But when I thought to myself, can I sell this to your competition? I would always come up with the same answer. Like, okay, this, this, if I were to go to your competition, this would be a consultative sales. It would take six months to demonstrate ROI. And so it wasn't scalable enough for us. And so we were moving on and moving on until we actually found what franchise businesses were about. And franchise businesses is all about standardization. So when once you fine tune your AI model for a franchise, well, you got all the logo as a captive market. And this is pretty much our uh, go-to-market strategy uh, and it's been working great. So tell me a little bit about, um, you know, as, you, as, you've been, as you've been working on this company, what have been some of the things that you've learned as you've you know, spun it up and started working on it? It could be about AI, company building, learning from customers, learning about franchises. You know, what are some things you've learned along the way? Well, I definitely, definitely was a deep dive into the franchise world. Uh, and I think it's been a great experience. I think um, people working in the, in the food industry uh, have a great energy, even if this pandemic hasn't been easy for anybody. Uh, some of them actually uh, are thriving, especially the ones that focus early on on, on, on deliveries and, um, and, uh, and pick up. So, so I think that for me has been amazing. I, I had never worked with, uh, with that industry before. And uh, the people are really nice, really enthusiastic about uh, adopting technology. Um, again, I think it was also nice to discover that the field was pretty much uh, green. Like there is absolutely nobody in the kitchens right now. So when we go and we mention what we do, they're like, oh, finally somebody like got interested in us. And I think that that kind of, uh, uh, of emotion is really nice to get. Um, Another thing that I would, uh, I would say is, is part of a learning process, but it's not the first time I encounter it, but very often 
um, when you're not purely software in the cloud, uh, you always have a little component kind of uh, um, IoT. And uh, these components need to scale as well as your software. So I think like going hand in hand with this and having this kind of, of material connection to the material world uh, is always quite challenging and at the same time, fascinating. And then if you were to kind of take those learnings and zoom out from the day to day and look out 5, 10, 15, 20 years down the line, what would you say quality looks like then? Or I guess in other words, what's the big vision here and what direction are you rowing in with the company? Yeah, absolutely. Um, we, we think, uh, and, and I think well, I, this is a vision that a lot of people are share, and, and I'm not a pioneer on this, um, but we think that AI is actually changing a lot of things. Um, we think AI is just at its early, early, early beginnings. Uh, when I see a lot of people like uh, getting uh, very opinionated about, you know, AI, ethics in AI and how should robots be treated like a person? Are there going to be rights and, 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 you know, for robots and stuff like that? I'm like, whoa, guys, you guys are way ahead of time because, I mean, maybe it's going to be a topic, but right now it's not like this. Right now, AI is very, very, very kind of uh, limited and it needs to work with very kind of uh, um, uh, plain vanilla data. So if the data is not as good as you think it is, well, guess what? Your output is not going to be as good either. So, so the more you enter into, uh, and this is why we chose actually the, the, the franchise industry, it's because pretty much it was a controlled environment. For one store is exactly the same to another one. So you don't need to control for the lighting, for you know, the space, uh, what they do here, what they don't do here. So it's more like a lab. And, and I think um, when you ask me about the vision, well, the idea is to well, start to um, address a broader market. I think franchises is like the easy part of what we do. Uh, actually, we're currently working with pizza. Pizza is a fairly plain um, uh, item. Uh, with one picture, you can do a lot of stuff. Our next challenge is to address sequence food and sequence processes. I don't want to focus only in food. I think franchises such as uh, hotel franchises, uh, convenience franchises, education franchises, senior care franchises, it's just about processes. And uh, basically with AI, we, with our technology, it's actually a proprietary technology uh, that we have been working on for the last five years. We believe we're capable of checking on every process. So did this thing that had to be done that way, was it actually done that way or not? And if not, where did it fail? Like what part of the process, was it at the middle of the process, the beginning of the process? And so we believe we can do that. And, and I think overall, uh, this is pretty much our vision, like um, address every single process that is out there and making sure that everything is being done the way it, it, it says it is. And in order to make that happen, which I think is actually a pretty, pretty awesome vision. It's like, it's almost, it's like almost like simple, but it's huge. Like the opportunity is massive there. So you're going to need some help to make the, make the, to make it happen. So my question to you is how can the forward thinking founders community help? Are you hiring, looking for capital, looking for customers or partners? You know, how can we assist? Yeah, yeah, and thank you for, for the question. I think uh, we need to help each other much more than we are. Uh, very often we, we, we look at entrepreneurship uh, as a startup investors relationship, but basically I think stakeholders are much, much broader and uh, very often we get much better results from like uh, non-direct sta stakeholders. So I think the, the, the question is great in that sense. We need to help each other. By the way, I'm, I'm, I'm always uh, willing to help when I can. Uh, so, so reach out to me if you, if you need something from me. 
And what I would ask to the community is, yeah, pretty much this, like if, if, if companies have been, um, have good experience on managing uh, uh, large amounts of cameras out there on managing IoT, if uh, companies are uh, very talented or interested in what we do, we are always uh, hiring for talent. Um, if they if they share the vision, if they want to learn more, I think talking is 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 something we need to do more, especially nowadays with the pandemic. Everything is 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 kind of limited to the first circle. So I would be very happy to expand our our circle and 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 reach out to people that that I don't meet that I haven't met yet. So so yeah, capitals. Thank God it's been uh, sorted out so far. I think the, the the basis of our team is also very very strong in terms of uh, technical approach. Um, but everything is welcome. And then for my last question, if someone wants to, you know, get involved, learn more about what you're, what you're doing, how can they find you online? What's your website? Do you have social media? Do you have an email address? How can people get in touch? Sure. Our website is uh, www.quali.ai. Quali is K-W-A-L-I. Um, and they can directly reach me uh, uh, through email. Uh, I have a fairly simple, simple email. It's manu, M-A-N-U, at quali.ai. Cool. Well, thank you so much for coming on to the show. I really appreciate it. Best of luck building this out. Thank you, Matt. Thank you.